Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge a character making impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastor at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Bishop Kevin Jones. They have services every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible study at their location every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Thank you once again for calling in this glorious, beautiful day. The sun is out, but it is chilly this morning. Supposed to warm up though, so I thank God for that. Give us something to look forward to. <clears throat> but before we get into the word, we're going to hear a couple songs. Amen. Better than all these things 
Make me better, God. She said, I just want to be better. I want to be more like you, God. I'm the potter. You're the clay. Mold me. Is that your cry this morning? Better than I was yesterday. Want to live a life that pleases you, God. Make me better. And then the, 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 the first song described who he is. He's better than anything and everything that has ever been created. So he's our standard. It says in Genesis that that we were created in his image. And out of his likeness, he created us to be just like him. So that's his desire for us. So if that's his desire for us, it should also be our desire. Because he gives us the desires of our hearts. Desires that we have come from him. Just want to be more like you, God. Hallelujah. Glory. Well, thank you once again for calling in. I'm going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of Romans, Romans, the seventh chapter. Start at verse 14. Romans, the seventh chapter, starting at verse 14, and it reads, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. This is Paul speaking. Says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, Sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity 
to the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. I'm going to read that last scripture again, verse 25. It says, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the law of sin. The title of the message this morning is Better Living. Better living. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, to protect us. Keep us from all harm and danger, God. For fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another day that you have made. For we shall be glad and rejoice in it, God. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to come into your presence once again. To sit at your feet, to rest on your lap, to lay on your book, God. To hear your heartbeat. To receive what you will have to say to us this morning. To equip us, to build us up, to make us ready, to prepare us, God. To encourage us to go out and do what you called us to do. Thank you for your word, Father. Your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free, God. Those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins. Thank you for allowing him to go to the cross, to take the sin of the world, God, and to die on the cross, God. Hallelujah. But not only that, God, thank you for allowing Jesus to even go to hell for us, God. But he didn't stay there, God. He went on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan, God, to strip him of all of his power that was handed over to him through sin. And, Father, thank you for raising Jesus up on the third day with all power, hallelujah, and delegating that power to us, saying, this power that I have, I now give unto you. Thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood, God. Thank you for Holy Spirit, our comforter, our guide, our teacher. Thank you for you, Father, Almighty God. Our Father, the Creator, of heaven and earth. And now, Father, we receive your word. Help us to apply to our lives, God, to make it personal. And help us to go out and do what you called us to do. To share this gospel, this good message, Father. The message of salvation that someone may be saved. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Better living. Better living. Verse 25 says, 
I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the law of sin. So, so there, there are two laws there, the law of God and the law of sin, and, and they're two servants. One is the mind, which is the spirit, and the other one is the flesh, which is our natural body. But he, he said, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, because he's the one who has delivered me from the body of this death, who has delivered me from the law of sin. Let's go to Ephesians 4. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Starting at verse 17. Going to do a little reading this morning. Hallelujah. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Build up our faith this morning. Starting at verse 17. Ephesians, fourth chapter. Verse 17, and it reads, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Hmm. So the blindness of someone's heart causes them to be ignorant. And then ignorant is not knowing. That's all it is, not knowing. Some people don't know how to act because their hearts are blinded, which causes them to act ignorant, which causes them to act without knowledge. And we know that it says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So not knowing can cause someone to lose their lives. Not knowing can cause someone to lose their lives. It says because part verse nineteen reads, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so, be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit 
of your mind. Change how you act. Change how you talk. Change how you live by renewing the spirit of your mind. Verse 24 says, and that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. So it's okay to be angry, but sin not. Don't 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 react. Don't respond out of that anger. And let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Get it right before you go to sleep. Get it right before you go to sleep. Verse 27 says, neither give place to the devil. Hmm. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands the things which is good, that he may have to give to him that needed. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Let no corrupt communication Proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying. So everything we say should be for the edification of someone, for, for building them up, for encouraging them, for, for, for making them better that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another tender hearted forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you and be ye kind one to another tender hearted Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. You have a lot of people say, I, I, I just can't forgive. Some people say, I'm never going to forgive. Let me show you something. Matthew 6 chapter. Matthew the 6th chapter. Matthew the 6th chapter and verse 14 says, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, 
your heavenly Father will also forgive you. When we look at, 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 at verse 12, this is Matthew 6 chapter, when we look at verse 12, it reads, and forgive us our debts but it doesn't stop there father forgive me it says forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors hmm Forgiveness comes with the condition. Forgiveness comes with a condition. It says, For, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Verse 14 says, for if, the condition is if, for if, Ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This is written in red in, 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 in my Bible. Which means Jesus himself is saying this. Forgiveness comes with a condition. God will forgive us, but there's a condition. So 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 if we want God to forgive us. There's something we must do. We must empty ourselves. We must let everything go. It says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I didn't say it. Let's go back to Ephesians, Ephesians 4 chapter. I'm going to read verses 26 and 27 again. And it reads, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. I want to read that in the Amplified Bible. The Amplified Bible. Verse 26 reads, be angry at sin, at immorality, at injustice, at ungodly behavior. Yet, do not sin. Do not let your anger cause you shame, nor allow it to last until the sun goes down. Now, I, I, I like this version because it says, be angry. <clears throat> but but it, it, it specifies what you're angry at. Notice I didn't say who you're angry at. It specifies what to be angry at. Be angry at sin. 
Be angry at immorality. Be angry at injustice. Be angry at ungodly behavior. Not the person that has sinned against you. Not the person that has caused injustice. Not the person that's acting ungodly towards you. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's not the person. It's what's in the person. So if, if, if it's not the person, we shouldn't take it personally. Let's say that again. If it's not the person, we shouldn't take it personally. Yet, do not sin. Do not sin against the person. Do not let your anger cause you shame, nor allow it to last until the sun goes down. There's no reason to be upset, to be angry at the person because it's not the person that's doing it. When we, when we, when we look at, at, at Romans 7, Paul said, he said, now then, at verse 17, now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. So it, it, it's not the person that is doing something. It's what's in them. Verse 20 reads, Now if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. So we can't take it personal. Let's continue to read verse 27. Ephesians 4, verse 27 in the Amplified Bible. It reads, And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. Now, these, these, these are strong words. Says, and do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin. Who are you following? To lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating Bitterness. Let's, let's, let's look at those words. The first one, holding a grudge. Holding a grudge. Hold means to have possession or ownership of or have at one's disposal. To have in the mind or express as a judgment, opinion, or belief. To think of 
in a particular way regard to maintain position, refuse to give ground. No, I'm, I'm not going to let this go. They did me wrong. I ain't moving off this. That's what holding is. Grudge is a feeling of deep-seated resentment or ill will. To grumble or complain. Yeah, I've been around somebody, all they do is just grumble and complain about such and such. To the point where it's causing them to not even want to Do what they're supposed to do, which is doing right. Grudge is to be unwilling to give or admit. To be unwilling to give or admit. To give or allow reluctantly or resentfully. Give it to you. But it's reluctantly or resentfully him. It's something behind that. Him. Him. You can have it. I don't want it. But you're saying it with an attitude. Holding on to a grudge because of something that has been done to you. Something that has been said to you. The next one is nurturing anger. Nurturing anger. Nurture is to supply with nourishment. Just feeding it. Educate. Learning how to do it. In a different way. To further the development of foster. Foster is to give parental care to. To promote the growth or development of. To encourage. That's what nurture is. To, to, to further develop. To give parental care to, to 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 protect it, not just holding on to them, but protecting it. Anger, anger is a strong feeling of displeasure, rage. Rage is a loss of self-control. A loss of self-control. You're not even yourself anymore. Anger is an, an intense emotional state induced by displeasure.
angry at the 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 fault of someone. The next one is harboring resentment. Harbor is to give shelter or refuge to. Hmm. To be the home or habitat of. To hold especially persistently in the mind. That's 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 all someone thinks about. It 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 just just lives in them. Cherish. Cherish is to hold dear. To keep or cultivate with care and affection. To nurture. See, now it's 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 become personal. No, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to let them get away with this. To entertain or harbor in the mind deeply and resolutely. To entertain it. You, 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 you're constantly thinking about it. Resentment. Resentment is a feeling of indignant. They had the nerve. Who do they think they are? A feeling of indignant displeasure or persistent ill will at something regarded as a wrong, insult, or injury. I can't believe they did that. Who do they think I am? I'm not going to take that. And then the last one is cultivating cultivating bitterness. Cultivate is to foster the growth of To improve by labor, care, or study. Refine. To get better at. Learning how to do it differently. To foster the growth of. I'm I'm thinking about Proverbs 22 and 6 where it says, train up a child in the way that he should go. For when he is old, he will not depart from it. So instead of Studying to do better, to be better. No, they're studying to do wrong. Picture that. Think about that. Studying to do wrong. To, to 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 hurt someone and 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 it's a it's a it's a it's a labor it's 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 a work you 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 you're using time valuable time You're putting forth an effort 
to do wrong. Cultivating bitterness. Bitterness. Bitterness is something that's distasteful or distressing to the mind. Distasteful or distressing to the mind. Something done harsh. Exhibiting intense animosity. Just being cold. Just have having no no emotion, no 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 feeling whatsoever towards someone. That's a place where a lot of people get to the point where they do something to one that causes that person to lose their life. Give no place to the devil. Don't, don't, don't. Give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin. St. John 10 and 10. St. John 10 and 10. And it reads, The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. This, this is Jesus speaking. Says the thief, the thief represents Satan. The thief represents the devil. Says he 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 goes around. As a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He, 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 he's looking for an opportunity. He, he, he's looking for someone who's holding a grudge. He's looking for someone who's nurturing anger. He, he's looking for someone who's harboring resentment. Someone who's cultivating bitterness. That's what he's looking for. And then once once he 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 has that that entrance, he has one goal to steal, to kill. And to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I come that they may have better living. Not just living, but better living. Not just living, but enjoying life. Treating people better. That's why Jesus came. He came that we may have better living. 
So be ye angry, but sin not. Don't give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin. Let it go. Let go. Let God. Let go. And let God. Let go. And let God. Oh, let go. And let God. Soon as I stop worrying, sin of mine. Worrying how God's story is, I let go and I let God, let God have his way. And that's when things start happening, better living. When I stop looking at back things, when I let go and I let God, let God have his way. Better living. Father, thank you for your word, God. Thank you for reminding us and showing us that it's not the person, but it's what's in the person. Therefore, if it's not the person, we should not take it personally. But we should be angry at the sin. We should be angry at the injustice. We should be angry at what has been done wrong to us. Be angry at the ungodly behavior, but not the person. So we thank you, Father, for better living. Thank you for your son, Jesus, that came that we may have Life, but not just life, but life more abundantly. Better living. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Better living. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woods.